This is a Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. Today, my name is Kevin Avertel, and I'm the Global and Diversity Education Coordinator here at Moraine. Today's event is a conversation with some international students in commemoration of the 12th Annual International Education Week which celebrates the benefits of international education and exchange worldwide. Last year, about 700,000 students, uh, international students, studied in the United States, and about 400 of those studied here at Moraine. We have international students from about 40 different countries, including the six panel members we have today. I'd like to start with a brief uh, video clip with an introduction from Secretary of Education Arnie Duncan, Duncan talking about the benefits of international education. I am pleased to announce the 12th Annual International Education Week, starting on November 14th. This year's theme is International Education, Inspiring Students Locally to Succeed Globally. International Education Week is a joint initiative of the U.S. Departments of Education and State. It celebrates the benefits of understanding the world around us so we can better communicate and collaborate with others from different cultures. It's an ideal opportunity to inspire students to broaden their horizons through global learning, foreign languages, and international exchange. President Obama and I are passionate about providing all of our children with an education that will enable them to succeed in a globally competitive economy where knowledge and innovation are more important than ever. And with the world's economies and societies becoming more and more interdependent, it's almost impossible to distinguish between domestic and international issues. Therefore, we must work together to give all of our students an outstanding education, which includes learning about our global partners, their cultures, histories, languages, values, and viewpoints. We must focus on integrating international perspectives into our classrooms. It is through education and exchange that we become better collaborators, competitors, and compassionate neighbors in this global society. There's no longer any doubt that local actions have international effects and consequences. International Education Week 2011 is a time to celebrate our connection with the world around us. And I hope that you'll join me this November in highlighting the importance of international education and exchange. I'd like to personally thank the panel members for sharing and agreeing to share their experiences today. I'm personally inspired by their courage to move away from home and all the comforts that home provides with friends and family and culture to go to a new country to study. And I know that personally speaking from my own classroom experiences, the classroom dynamic is really improved by having their unique perspectives and experiences that they share. So if you could join me in thanking our panel members for agreeing to contribute today. I'd also like to thank Elizabeth Buchek and her staff in the International Affairs Office up front and Troy Swanson for agreeing to host this in the library today. All right, at this point, I'd like the individual panel members to introduce themselves and we'll start on the end with Eric. Eric. Uh, I'm from Västerås, Sweden. I've been here for uh, about, uh, this is my second year. Hello, my name is Ayaka. I'm from Japan. I I came here last summer, so this is my second year. Hello, everyone. My name is Linda Dimbi. I'm from Congo. for those of you who don't know where it's located, it's located in the central part of Africa. And this is my, uh, my two years, I think almost ter- uh, three years here at Moraine and also in the uni- uh, United States. And I'm majoring in political science based on international relations between government. Thank you. 
Hi everyone. Uh, my name is Nene. I'm from Africa, exactly in Mali. Um, I've been here for 11 months, and this is my third semester at Morin Valley. Good afternoon, guys. My name is Tegon Lee. Um, you guys also can call me Jay. That's my American name. Um, I'm from Seoul, which is capital of South Korea, and I hope to you guys to get like lots of information out of these events and myself to enjoy it. Thank you. Hello, I'm Katrina from Hong Kong in China, and this is my third year here. I'm going to UIC in spring, and I'm majoring in biology. Thank you, everyone. I'm going to start with some questions, and then we'll open it up, and feel free for you guys to contribute, ask questions, or make comments whenever uh, you feel the need to. All right, so the first question is, guys, so far in your years living in the United States, what's been the biggest difference in living in the United States and studying? Go ahead, Eric. Where I come from, we don't tip anybody. <laughs> uh, here it's a little bit different. When I came here, I knew I was supposed to tip, but I didn't know who to tip. So I tipped everyone. <laughs> I tipped at McDonald's. I tipped the bus driver. But now I know better. In my country, Japan, we don't usually uh, talk in, in the class, but in here, in the United States, the students can talk and can, can say uh, the opinion, and the teachers think it's really good. But in Japan, if I talk in the class, it's kind of rude, and it's not really polite, so it's the differences between the students in Japan and the United States. Um, in Congo, um, we almost do the same thing like here, we see people, and, um, and also here, um, related to the education, uh, we don't usually uh, call people, especially teacher or professor, uh, professor by their name. We, we, we usually call like sir, because it's more, we think that, we think uh, it's more polite and respectful. Nowadays, I know that we need to smile to people that you don't even know. Even if you're passing in the streets like that, you don't know anybody, you need to smile. It's a sign of being polite, I think, and that's what I learned. I'd like to say that um, the American is, um, the United States is really shoes. Because in South Korea, it's like the South Korea, the size of country is like almost the same as like Indiana. And then I heard that um, the South Korea's size is like kind of smaller than Michigan Lake. So I was kind of shocked by that. <laughs> yeah, it's like our country is like even smaller than like Great Lake. So, and then the thing is that um, in here in America, like you usually have to have a car to go around because like if you don't have a car, like you usually like stop by, stop at the house like all day, and and it's kind of um, like um, different that in South Korea, uh, there's like lots of transportation. It's really advanced, so you can take there's like bus stop or subway like in front of your house like in five minutes. You can just walk by there, and a kind of convenience store is like really close by your house, so you can get everything from like like in sh in short time. But in here in America, it's really different that you have to go outside and do all kinds of stuff like in outside and you have to, it's like really choose to choose that you have to take like bus or car to go everywhere. Yeah, that's very much. For me in Hong Kong, actually we live, almost everyone lives in a high rise building with like 30 or 40 levels. But here is houses, like the most is at most is like three or four levels in here. And um, 
that is convenient in Hong Kong because r right next to our house or um, near to the subway to the railway station, we will have stores, we have shopping, um, shopping malls. But here we have to maybe drive an hour, two hours to get in a, to a bigger mall to buy our needs, our clothes, or um, get food. Maybe you have to drive at least 10 minutes to get the, the thing that you want. That is the biggest difference. And, and Nene, you were talking about, you know, this kind of social interactions, how you feel like you need to smile when you interact with people. Last week when we were talking, you guys brought up some of the other kind of unique social interactions being in America compared to your home countries. Would any of you like to comment on, on some of those social interactions with people here? Uh, could you repeat that, please? Yeah, last week we were talking about how there were some unique kind of social interactions, the way that you need to um, interact with other people in the United States. What are some of those differences that you guys have noticed in the United States? Um, one thing is uh, Americans are indirect, like I said. Um, for example, they are passing, they will ask you, how are you? You don't need to take out your, your calendar and, uh, I mean, to answer tell them you don't need to tell them your program or anything just tell them oh I'm fine even if you're not because they don't really really need to know how you are they're just being polite or if they ask you oh uh, let's have lunch lunch some, sometimes don't take out your calendar <laughs> because you are not probably not gonna get lunch together <laughs> it's just a thing to say bye-bye or it was nice to talk to you. That was something different. Yeah, and also when we greet people, you should, we kiss, but here when I, when I came the first time, I, I did, but people were kind of, I don't know, like I was very surprised. They say like, oh, what are you doing? Is it your boyfriend or something? I said no. So, you know, so now I just greet people by hand, so, or maybe hugging, but, yeah. What about, what are some of the assumptions or stereotypes that Americans had about you because of the country that you're from? I've got a lot of funny questions about Sweden. Some people ask me if we have polar bears walking the streets. And I say yes when people <laughs> ask me. Um, Asians are quiet or something, but I actually talk much, much more than average. So when I talk a lot, everybody's like American friends are like, oh, you talk a lot. <laughs> I'm Japanese, but I talk a lot, and sometimes I'm not so polite. But um, this is a stereotype. Like Japanese should be really polite and like a little bit uh, less talkative, and yeah, like that. Or always like uh, Asian students tend to be really smart, super smart or something. But I get C or I get bad grade. <laughs> I don't know. This is it depends. It's all same. Yeah. One stereotype about Africa is that it's a question actually. They will ask you, "Hey, do you live with lions or uh, leopard? Leopard animals? Do you live with animals?" I've been asked this question a lot of time, and I answered, "Well, no, we don't. We have dogs, cats, but not lions. Otherwise, it will be bad." <laughs> It was shocking, but I understood that they don't know much about Africa, so. Yeah, any others? Uh, um, some people will think that Chinese people, all the Chinese know Kung Fu, because sometimes it's because of the movie, because of um, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, but we actually don't know Kung Fu at all. Like most of the Chinese Except some of them will try to learn it, but um, most of us don't know it.
One thing more that um, I agree with ICA stereotypes that like people saying that most of Asians are like really smart. But the thing is that like um, because the why is that our our like typical educational program is kind of different. That's just only why. And then like um, I mean there's like lots of smart students in Morenbury or so, and like in America there's like Harvard, Stanford, and all kinds of like great college around here. So yeah, yeah, like. It's like kind of it depends on people by people, so yeah, this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that brings up a, 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 I guess, the flip side of that question. Were there any stereotypes or assumptions that any of you had about the United States that turned out to be off base? I thought people would be bigger than they are. <laughs> Like um, American people are taller than us, and um, taller and a little uh, big, and eat some hamburgers and McDonald's and something like like pizza. Yeah, the food. My like uh, American image is like food, like uh, hamburgers and French fry, and um, yeah, students can wear like pajama at in school, but we can't. We can't. We have to wear really appropriate. But yeah, it, it was fun. Yeah. Well, I thought I thought that American will be uh, not hard worker, having fun every time, not study a lot. But now I notice that they're hard worker, and they I think that they work more than they should. Now. Sorry. You thought it was the work ethic of Americans. You didn't think that they worked very hard. Not much, no. They work really, really hard. Okay. Does anybody have any questions or comments so far? Um, I'm from both. Like, I born in Republic of Congo, but my dad is from uh, Democratic, the other one. And, <laughs> yeah. Let me repeat the question so we can hear it on the podcast. So the question was, for the students in geography, what is one stereotype about your country that you would like to change? So one thing that, or, or something that you would like uh, people to know about your country? Um, first of all, the Congo is a big country and and also a nice country it's very warm and then um and also you know like there are many things to discover and and also we like we like many foreigners like you know coming to our, uh, to our country and and also we we, we are very social, you know, and and also like when you come in Congo, so we have some uh, sometimes like there are some different uh, different ways to greet people, like to uh, you know uh, uh, to let them to be involved, like you know in the country they don't want to be like um, alone, something like that, and and also. I like my country, so. <laughs> yeah. What about some of the others? Anything that you would like people to, the one thing that you could take away knowing about your home country that you would like to share with Americans? What, stereotypes or just? Anything. Any, one thing that you would like people to, to know about your country or perhaps one stereotype that you would like to correct? Um, 
I have one American friend who would love to. Um, he really likes Japanese history, and he still believes uh, Japanese are like. He asked me, your father is samurai or ninja or something, but there is no ninja or samurai now, and, but he still believes that yeah, Japanese history and yeah. But. Well, one stereotype that I would like to change, one stereotype that I would like to correct is that Africa is not a jungle. Um, yeah, uh, the thing that Nene just said right now, sometimes also they think that, you know, like the uh, Congolese, like, you know, we live in the jungle, but um, we don't live in the jungle, but, uh, you know, Congo is very big, and also we have, we are, I think we are the second largest uh, rainforest. The uh, forest con uh, from Congo, and also we 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 have like a tiger and uh, some you know tiger any kind of animals that you know like uh, um what is Yeah, and also we have uh, the small, um, how they call it, the small people who live in the forest. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, something like that. So kind of Any other questions? All right, Bruce? So just to repeat the question for everybody, is there anything that you would like to take back to your home country that you learned in the United States, whether that be business ideas, educational ideas, um, to your home country? Um, I'd like to take back the taco bear to my country. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, the, the taco is like pretty awesome. I really like it. And yeah. Um, there's like no Taco Bell or such like Mexican food or there's not that much of various food in Korea. I mean, of course there's like some restaurants, like typical restaurants, but like not as much as here, like bunch of like um, uh, fast food stuff and then that kind of stuff. So yeah, if I can take back something, I'll definitely take Taco Bell to my <laughs> yeah, I would like to take back work ethic that's in here in America because it's really admiring. For example, in Sweden, you don't work and study at the same time. You do either, and sometimes none. Here, you study uh, full-time, having a full-time job, maybe two kids. That's very, that's very tough, and I admire that a lot, that people can, can, uh, can handle that. They wouldn't work at home. Um, one, mm, the one thing I want uh, back to my country is American, Americans' um, friendlies or like personalities. Americans are talk really um, funny and then they make jokes and they have party and dancing, these kind of things. I didn't know how to dance when I came here, but now I can just move and with this like, uh, music and it was, it's fun. So maybe Japanese people should learn how to dance and share their experience and talk a um, little funnier. And um, yeah, party, I wanna, but party. <laughs> Um, in Congo, I'd like to get back like the education and also the work. Uh, for the education, uh, of course, the Congo is the is very rich as a country, but there are sometimes so corrupt, uh, like many corruption, and also we don't have many uh, equipment, uh, you know, in uh, in schools and and sometimes in office offices, and um, for the work. Yes, uh, here in the United States, many uh, all American people they work very hard, like every time or every day, and even 
during the holidays that I was very surprised when I get here. So um, in Congo, you know, during the holidays, people stay home. They want to rest, so they don't want to go to work, even to school. So, you know, it's, it's very bad. So that's really what, uh, what I, I would like to change. Just a follow-up question to that. How m do each of you plan on going back to your home country, or do you plan on staying longer in the United States? What do you plan on doing after your education is complete? Like, um, as my major, I'm doing like international relations between governments. So I want to work in both both places, like in the United States and also uh, in my country. I want to be an intermediate between the two. You know, like also I like to travel, so I don't like to stay in the same place. So, yeah. Um, it's kind of a really tough question for us because um, if if we choose to live in America, I mean there's lots of advantage, but it means that we have to give up like our customs and our conventional stuff from where we live, like whole uh, with where we live, which like our whole life, like. The thing is, like, it's really different, like, even state by state, the laws are different, like, kind of, in, even Mexico and, like, the America is different, even, even they're in, like, in one continent. The thing is that, like, in South Korea and America, it's, like, it's distinguished by the Pacific Ocean, and it's, like, lots of distance, you know, like, it's 14 hours to flight, in, like, non-star flight, so it's, like, it's really different, and then there's like lots of different food. Especially, I mean, I love Korean food. This, yeah. So it's like it's hard to give up. It's hard to choose which which um which country should I leave, like or just those kind of stuff. So I think we should kind of. I think it's totally depend on like what kind of career we got, we're going to have, and um like all kind of like marriage and like stuffs. And also, my parents are in, living in South Korea, so it's hard to, hard to choose like where where I should stay. So yeah. I will choose to um, work here for maybe one or two years first, and then go back and see which place is um, fit for my personality and. Um, on my career because um, even though that is the same career but it's different in different countries like here in the America I'm I'm actually doing biology but I'm go I'm planning to go into a pharmacy school in America you have to see the doctor and then go to a pharmacy to get the um, drugs from the pharmacist but in Hong Kong we will, um, the pharmacist is actually in the hospital or in the clinic. So we see the doctor and we get the drug right after we see the doctor in the hospital. So it just depends on um, who the people you work with, then um, your experience and different places. It will make uh, your decision different. Right. Other questions? There's one in the back. Okay, so the question is something we talked about last week. Is there any difference with policing in the United States versus policing in your home countries? Yes, a little bit. Police here, police officers or uh, police officers. So here they're strict, and in my country they're a little tougher. They can tolerate some mistakes that people do, and here now you go to jail. Okay, I'm sorry, but I'd like to say that American cops are crazy. Okay. Um, okay. The thing is that, like, they are really strict. Like, even though whatever I do, like, 
if you like if if I program my car like or something, they checked every single like space in the car, like they checked everything or even in trunk or whatever. And then I mean I understand because it's really dangerous out here. That's what they say, like a kind of like kind of like um urban area and kind of yeah, those kind of like stuff. But thing is that um in Korea like um we can't carry around guns like the the uh, so like only police or like military can carry around guns. So it's like there's not that much of crime. And um, but there's still crimes, but not that much as here in America. So like we don't that much. We don't. Your our cops like not that much of strict as here. Like our our kind of like laws. We have a bunch of cameras like all over the place. So yeah, it's really like not that much of yeah strict as here. There's a kind of different that yeah I've heard. Yeah. Anyway, a question, Irene. Okay, so the question is, why the United States, and and how much courage you must have had to come to the United States? But why the United States, and why Chicago? Why the Southwest suburbs and Moraine Valley, especially with some of the stereotypes that that must exist of, of uh, urban environments like Chicago, and maybe the safety risk for females. Um. When I to the school, I first time I thought I want to go to California because California is the most like uh, biggest city. But I heard there is a lot of Asian and Japanese people there, so I would love to um, learn English first. So I just thought it's not good for me to have a lot of Asian students um, in the same school. But in Chicago, it's uh, not too many. And Japanese students are around 23 students here in Moraine, so I thought it's really nice. It's not only me, but I have I still have Japanese students, but it's not too many, so that's why I picked this school. For me, it's because um, I have relatives living in Chicago, so my mom will say, uh, just go to Chicago. And here, why I choose Marine Valley is because uh, the population for Asian student is not as high as the school in the city. Like I heard some school, they have half of the population is Chinese student or Asian student. I don't want to talk in the in my mother language when I when I'm in school every day. Then I don't have the chance to practice my English. Therefore, I choose to stay here in Marine and um, finish my study. Uh, for me, I always, uh, always dream to be, you know, to come to the United States. And I choose Chicago because my mom has has a friend here, so she just told me just go to Chicago then. And uh, I choose Moran uh, because it, I think it's a great community college. And also, I'm the only Congolese here. I didn't see, I didn't meet, uh, meet any Congolese student there. Maybe there are some residents, but not international. So, and also it helps me, you know, to improve my English. I don't have to use my language every time. And also French, no. So English, good. Um, one of the biggest reasons that I choose to study abroad in America is that, like, there are lots of there are like diverse of people in the United States. I mean, even in Moran Valley, there's even I'm here from South Korea, and there's like Sweden, Japanese, Congo, and like Mali kind of stuff. I mean, also there's like, Arab people around here in the United States. Like, I mean, there's like really like bias of people around here. And I think I think that's really cool, cause like um, I I can learn a bunch of like I can exchange cultures, which means I can learn different cultures by culture by culture. And then the thing is, it's it's really like 
it gives you like really variety of pers- perspectives like um so like I can look different way like even though some people look like one thing they can look different way of like other aspects so I think that's like really kind really help to you like for right now or even more like when you have a career or when you have a like a major yeah it's really like it makes you major so yeah that's why I choose to study abroad in the United States I personally choose to study in the U.S. because I like English. I love English language. That's the first main reason why I came in the U.S. to study. Yeah, I always wanted to go to America ever since I was a little kid because we got all the TV shows, the American TV shows in Sweden, and I thought it looked awesome. And uh, I was going to go here when I was 16, actually, for high school, but... Uh, my English teacher told me, oh, you won't make it there. Your English sucks. You can do it. <laughs> so that made me hesitate a little bit. And uh, later on, I got the opportunity, and I took it. So, and I love it here. It's great. Other questions in the audience? Uh, Jose, and then Luis. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, thank you for all being here in this uh, country and here in my question goes to everybody. Uh, what is what is like their favorite uh, American food? Like coming here to this country, what, what is their favorite American food? Meatloaf. <laughs> so the question is that your favorite food in the United States. Meatloaf was the first response. <laughs> I would say the Tyler many burgers. Yeah, it's really <laughs> like in McDonald's, like Mexican and Mc, or McDonald's, like they're really cheap. They're like only one box, and they have like good deer and that's yeah, delicious. So, so burgers. Yeah, burgers. Yeah. I don't have any favorite food. I like all of them. <laughs> I like McDonald's, Subways, everything. Um, I like pizza and burger. <laughs> All right, there is an, another question from Moose. Do you find any American men or women attractive? Or do you prefer So the question is about There's attraction. There's a lot of diversity here in the States. You can get anything. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you prefer. I mean, okay, obviously there's really lots of hackers in American, Amer- America, and then thing is that you can choose whatever you want, so. Yeah, there are yeah. so many diverse cities, so you, you know, you have, we have a lot of choices. So. It's like a big smorgasbord. Okay, so the question was about your residency, what your stay's been like with your host family and any of those experiences. I'm living with my host, host mom. She's really nice and she was, um, she used to teach. So she was a teacher and a professor. So she is very smart. She's 72 years old, but she's still really fashionable, and she take care of the hair and everything. We go, we go shopping together, and we cook together. It's really nice. It's like she's like my friend, but my mom, or I sometimes teacher, she teach a lot to me. And um, 
that's the, the biggest experience I, I've ever got in here. Yeah, she's really special. I live with my aunts and cousins, but um, I think live with family is, it has pros and cons. Because you can, you have someone's here, at least you know someone's here when you first get into um, the United States. But the best thing is they will be more strict than your parents. Maybe you're not her. You're not her daughter or um, like direct family members. So they will think that you have to do something, something. But her daughter or um, her direct family member doesn't need to do it. So um, that is. It made me mad sometimes <laughs> because. Uh, I couldn't like for me. I couldn't go out. It's just because I don't have a car. It's for my aunt. She said it is dangerous in Chicago. It's dangerous in the United States. So if you don't have a car, don't go out or um, don't go out after school. Just come back to come back home right after. So it seems like so strict for me because I can hang out with friends and um, people in, back in Hong Kong but my mom is not here I want to ask her if I can go out but she said just listen to your aunt because she's she stay here for that long she won't let you out it's for a reason so that is the bad thing I think For me, I live in the host home. I have a nice, really, really nice host mom. She always, you know, she helped me. She she helped me a lot. So we go shopping every every time we want. And the the, the great thing is, before she goes to work, she always gives me a ride. She drops me at school before she go, you know, to do her stuff. And also, I've been I've been uh, with her like since I got here in the United States and I don't want to change it uh, you know like she's really good so I like to stay with her so and also she doesn't care like not she doesn't uh, she doesn't care so like if I want to go out or hang out with my friend she just want to make sure that you know where I'm going if it's safe or not so I live in a house uh, with uh, one woman. Um, pardon me. I live in a house family, and I live with one single mom. Well, she's our mom. She has never had kids before, and she treats she treats us like her children, and she introduces us introduces us the culture. She shows. She shows us everything about the U.S. She takes, um, we go everywhere with her, and she's very nice. The house family here are very nice. Other questions? So. Um, about the country? About the so the question was, any sort of conflict since you've lived here, whether fight, conflict, <laughs> argument of any kind? Oh, for me, no. I, you know, I try to, to choose my friends, so I don't want to be, you know, involved in, you know, like, yeah, no. One time I was going to Harvey, to 
to the body. It was night. And I went there. I saw a drunk man. He was coming toward me. I was scared. It was not a conflict, but he was not good. And I was scared. Other questions? Bill? So the question is about Americans and whether they're more humble or arrogant in their personalities. I think they're more humble than I thought they would be because Americans are known to be uh, very loud and uh, kind of arrogant, but I haven't seen that so far. question well okay um, there's no like most lots of questions that I heard but things like um, people asking me my friends like most of my friends asking me like the first question is are you from China yeah that's the first question they like they showed up but thing is that like um, there's deep bunch of countries in Asia and then yeah there's I don't want to say like there's like really like hundreds of them more than and the first thing is like um, I'm from South Korea, and then if I say oh I'm from Korea. no I'm I'm not from China I'm from Korea, and then they goes are you from North or South? Yeah, I mean for me like it's kind of um, I mean, I'm sorry it's kind of for me it's kind of silly question because in in North Korea and South Korea it's kind of really like separate each other together, and then what I heard is that North Korean can even like step in America, it's like yeah, it's not allowed. And then thing is that like, um, like, and then my friends like asking me that like, so, well then, you guys hate North Korea or you guys want to like, be out of like North Korea something. And the about that question that like, uh, once and in in Korea, North and South, we are like once uh, a brother, like we are like uh, like together as a Korea and then like in some like some political or whatever reasons we kind of separate right now but things that we don't really hate each other like we don't really cause oh we hate them and they're like really poor and we don't like them you, you're not really doing like that like you just like for right now it's kind of like after Korea no it's, it's been like long times later but right now we just like consider this like um, another country so we don't have that much of like emotion on it. Yeah, that's kind of pretty much it about North and South Korea. Yeah. Other questions? David? So the question is, what do you do for fun, sports, anything that you do for your leisure time? I used to play soccer a lot, so I like to do that when I get the spare time sometimes. And I also really like hockey, so I try to catch a Hawks game every now and then. I al also like soccer, so but you know here I just for fun I just stay home dancing or hang out with friends, you know. Um, about the martial arts, I usually do Taekwondo. Do you know about, know about that? It's like, um, it's a martial arts with like usually mostly use like the kicks and those kind of stuff. And then also I did, I learned like um, Kamdo, which is, uh, which is kind of uh, Korean types of fencing. So we have uh, like um, wood, um, wood sword and then like we kind of um, 
like meditationing, like our minds and that kind of stuff. It, yeah, and then about the sports, I like soccer, and I I I like to watch um, English Premium, the clubs game, especially like Manchester United. Yeah, and I usually do um, skiing in Korea. Like there's lots of mountains, so at, like over winter, like. I went to skiing camping, skiing camp like with my friends and family together. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I used to um, play badminton in Hong Kong, but it's hard to find a badminton court here. It seems like so. Um, I haven't I haven't played it for a long time here, but generally in Hong Kong, guys will play soccer or basketball and girls will play um, volleyball or badminton. It's the same in my country too. Uh, boys or football or uh, soccer or <coughs> basketball. And girls goes more volleyball or swimming or dancing. No soccer for them. <laughs> And we don't have baseball. Um, American football, we don't have that. Football, we call it soccer. So, yeah. yeah. Elizabeth? So the question was um, advice that you would give to uh, other students who might want to study abroad because it's really hard to, to live away from your family. So how do you adjust to living away from your family and what advice would you give? Uh, I talk to my parents maybe once a week and then we, we talk through Skype since it's free and we can do video chat so it doesn't feel like they're so far away. Same with my friends, you know, it's very, it's very easy to stay in touch. I do Skype or a uh, call to my mom and he can talk maybe twice a month or something and it's enough for me. For me it's not really uh, hard <laughs> because I have a host mom. If I'm living alone I think I'll be really lonely but I have friends and I have few Japanese students so I still can speak Japanese and also learning English and have another friends who are really nice so I think you should find nice friends and nice, um, and you can just Skype or call sometimes. That would be okay. Um, for me, um, since I was little, like eight, so I start like you know traveling. So I'm not really uh, feel like, of course. So I'm kind of away with my family, but you know I used to. So I'm used to. So. Like everywhere I go, so you know, we talk. I just call. I don't feel like you know I'm very far from my family because we keep in touch. We talk on Skype with my with my brothers and you know my family, and also I use the calling card to call them. So yeah, you know. Okay, in the back, there's a question. So the question is, if you could change one thing about the United States, what would that be? I would take away the situation for schools, like we have in Sweden, so everyone has the same opportunity to get an education. Uh, for me, it's tax, so it's so hard here. <laughs> yeah, really. Every time, like, you know, go going to the grocery or... You buy like a bottle of water, you have to pay tax. Like in Kong, you don't have to pay any tax. So it's really, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know, it's too much. <laughs> um, I want to take away uh, uh, junk food. American, for, for students, it's not good. It's, I, I really, um, I used to, my major was nutrition. And I really wanted to change the food the little kids have. 
like you guys are okay because you're um, young, uh, old enough. But little children, they're having uh, potato chips and like uh, really sugary pops and coke every day, and their kids gonna be really fat or like die first. <laughs> I'm really worried, and I wanna, <laughs> I wanna. Yeah, the food, sometimes I feel really bad about the food, junk food. Well, me will be junk food in Texas. Texas. <laughs> Ta taxes. There's two comments on it. I thought Texas too. Taxes. Tax. In my <laughs> well, in my country, if you buy something, taxes are included. But here, they it's like stealing. Yeah, it's weird. They just they will put add the taxes to the price and then tell you here is the price instead of adding taxes. Um, I'd like to take away the medical expenses because. In here, it's really crazy that even though you check for something, you just for check to go to doctor, like it, it takes like really like 500, 300, like it's like it's a of money for a student. So it's like in Korea, like the government like offer most of like medical expenses, like it's really cheap, and then like you there's like lots of insurances, and then like it's like there's lots of like good like program for like medical expenses but in United States it's like it's hard to go like um, to check a doctor and if you have a like problem something like if you broke your arms or whatever like and if you're if you're somehow if your insurance doesn't cover it like it's all your responses responses responsibility and then it takes like really lots of numbers of money so I think that's yeah I'd take that away I um me too the medical expense and the tax because they are the highest expense in here I think mm -hmm. and it costs a lot a question So the question is about electing your leaders, how it might be different than the United States. In Sweden it's a little bit different because we have a multi-party system that you don't only vote for two people, you vote for several, sometimes ten different parties. So it's not either one or the other, so you have more of a choice what you want to vote on. Also the same in my country. We have, you know, like we have more than more than two. So you know, we have the executive, uh, you know, like different parties. So you know, it's different. Like, now, like Japanese people, um, many people are not going to uh, vote because they don't believe the government now they 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 want to vote but sometimes like especially the young generations they they don't go they don't go voting and it's not good so we really have to change that rule and um yeah it's the problem it's not good other questions
So the question is about the infrastructure of the United States, the roads, the highways, and airports, and so forth. I thought it was hard to get around without a car, and I still think it is. And that's the biggest difference between states and Europe. In Europe, you don't need a car to get around. You can go by bicycle, you can walk, and you public transportation. It's really difficult here because uh, there's no, not many roads just for bikes or just to walk in, because then you have to walk on the road and you put your life on risk and... That's the biggest difference, I think. For me, the biggest is the road. Like, I remember when I got here, um, I was looking for a best buy. So I took the bus from school at 379, going to Orland Park, Orland, Orland, uh, Orland Square, Square Mall. Yeah, and um, I asked, I searched on, online, and then they say like, there is a best buy in Orland Park. But I didn't notice that Orland Park is very big. I thought Orland Park it was Orland Square Mall. And then <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the bus dropped me off. Uh, I asked the, the bus driver, he said, like, you should walk. So I said, really? So yeah, I start walking, walking, walking. It takes, like, I didn't notice, like, how long I, you know, I did walk. But I was just walking, and then it takes me, like, I think it took, like, an hour or two hours, I don't know. And then I just, behind me, the, uh, the uh, police, you know, police car was coming and then they stopped me. And then I, I, they say, hey, where are you going? It seems like they were looking for someone, I don't know, or maybe someone who steals something. I don't know, like, be because I was, I carry my big bag with my computer because my computer was kind of broken. And then they say, like, oh, where are you going? So they, they, no, they didn't even ask me. They just say, oh, no, what do you have here? I say, oh, where are you going? I say, I'm going to the Best Buy. And then they say, Best Buy is far. It's over there. I say, oh, really? But they, they told me, like, it's just closed. So I didn't know. So they asked me where I'm going, like, no. If I'm a student, I say, yeah. They check everything and say, no, it's so far. You couldn't walk here. I think, like, I walk in the private property, something like that. So I didn't see anyone walking there. I was the only. So, you know, it was very difficult yeah. for me. So, you know, I, I think it's very good to have a car here. So, and also the road is kind, they are very similar. So, you know, sometimes you can be lost. So, yeah. One difficult thing to, uh, thing to get used to here was the weather for me. It was snowing when I first came, and in my country we've never <laughs> seen or get, get snow. It's always sunny and hot and arid. So that was one of the biggest problems that I get, and it was a little difficult to get used to it. And um, another thing was... Uh, <laughs> I know several of you were talking about the weather last week when we were talking. You know, you've been through a lot in the last year alone, let alone you know all the differences we've had in Chicago weather. One more question. So the, yes. qu the question was whether yes. one of the students wanted to uh, be a student in. Um, France and, and learn another language, would you recommend it? Yes. Definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't even hesitate. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good, and especially France, it's very pretty. Uh, I, I'm just curious what are you going to study about? You should. I think you should do that. It's always nice to have experience in another country, and you will meet a lot of friends, a lot of people that you don't even uh, immerse in, and yeah, it makes your life really different. Yeah, it's good. I think. Um, I think all of us's answer is yes. I mean, also even like I strongly recommend to go another country and have their learn learning like express their cultures and like. Um, try to eat their foods, 
and try to hang out, hang out with them because it's really like it's really, as I told you before, it's really good for you. Like not even just for like, like fun stuff or but also like um like it gives you like variety of perspectives. I think that's like really ha- helps you out like on your life. Yeah. So yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Well, once again, I'd like to thank all of you for coming and asking such great questions. And again, to our panelists, I really appreciate you sharing all of your experiences with us. I think we all learned a lot from you. So if you can join me in thanking our panelists one more time. And if you notice in the back, as you walk out, there's some bookmarks for you to grab. So help, please help yourself. And thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.